0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check
1: out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm glad to have you here. I'm feeling kind of weird. I just got done watching a bunch of Primus music videos, and now I, uh, I'm not really sure where my brain's at. I came out here to record this and um, watched Shaking Hands with Beef like three times. I don't know why. I have absolutely no idea why that happened, but that seems fitting for this episode. Today, I am talking to Mr. Pat Finerty, one of my very favorite, he's going to hate that I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it though, guitar YouTube personalities, really music YouTube personalities, guitars selling the man a bit short. He has blown up in the last, I don't know, year, year and a half, I want to say. His takes are hilarious and awesome and As you'll hear on this episode, I find them to be quite accurate. He's a super funny dude, and if this is the first time that you are hearing about him, I definitely suggest going and subscribing and checking out his YouTube channel, because I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. I'm a big fan, and I'm stoked that he decided to do this with me. So I don't want to dilly-dally around too much, but I do have a little bit of business to get out of the way. I just want to remind everybody, the holidays are coming up. There's going to be guitar gear and recording gear and music gear of all sorts being exchanged and swapped and bought and purchased. And if you plan on doing any of that, please check out the affiliate links associated with this show. If you could go to ToneMob.com slash Sweetwater or ToneMob.com Reverb and do your purchasing through those links, if you're planning on buying things from either of those two sources, it helps out immensely, especially the Sweetwater link. They are very, very kind with what they share with the show and I really enjoy working with them. Reverb's great, too. Sweetwater doesn't have everything, so if you go to tonemob.com slash sweetwater or tonemob.com slash reverb. The links for that is in the show notes. Just click through there, do anything that you would normally do, and it's going to help me out, and I really appreciate everybody that has done that. All right, let's stop blabbering so we can get to more blabbering. Here we go. This is Mr. Pat Finnerty. everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Tone Mob Podcast, the show about guitar stuff occasionally, sometimes. I'm your host, Blake Weiland, and with me today, I have somebody I've been wanting to talk to for a very long time, Mr. Pat Finnerty. How you doing, dude? How's it going? How's it going, Blake? Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. So I guess we should backpedal a little bit. Uh, You know, I remember I was standing in my kitchen alone, uh, as one does, and I was... I was eating a piece of pizza, as oh, one too. does. Yeah. Yep. And I was just going through going through Instagram. And somehow, okay. the, you know, the Explore page or something blessed me with your feed. And I was like, hey, what's this guy all about? He, he, he looks like my kind of guy. And lo and behold, it was, uh, I think, the announcement of the Stop the Train video. And, uh, <laughs> and I proceeded to forward that to all of my friends. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I still think it's one of the best things I've ever seen. And I've never heard anybody so passionate about the not liking that song as me other than you. So that was yeah. just, that was beautiful. Well, I mean, you know, I, I feel like
0: on paper we're, we're, we're set for a lifetime together. I mean, you're just, you're standing alone in a kitchen,
2: you're mm-hmm. eating
0: pizza and mm-hmm. you're probably thinking about your life and you know, where you're at, where you're going, where you're not going. All that mm-hmm. stuff, the pizza's kind of getting you through. You're looking at Instagram; it's got nothing for you. And then, uh, you know, you're checking those notifications, and you know, nothing too exciting. You see a guy uh, that's a doing guy. a protest <laughs> against a song, <laughs> um, and uh, it hits. It hits. You know what? Can I tell you? But um, it hit. Yeah, I, I did. That was one of the the um, my my girlfriend Kim. She's she's endured a lot uh with with my pursuits and she loves it (laughs) she does i mean she's in most of the videos she wants to be in the videos more actually but like you know she's in most of the videos i come up with these ideas i had already done this like it was probably 40 minutes at this point of this song of this video against train uh hey soul sister um which was kind of like the follow-up to this video i did about beverly hills um which was my first like youtube video that people actually watched i feel like it it was Mm -hmm. like people just kept watching it i was like this is weird no one ever watches anything that i do um so i was always in the aunts and uncles range of youtube where like you know there's five comments and they're all positive and it's your friends your aunts your uncles (laughs) like great song pat you know what i mean it's like oh yeah this is great and then the weezer video that i put out it like got some momentum and then there was a couple people that were trolling it and i'm like trolls i'm like this is awesome like i'm I'm, I'm actually making it to the algorithm you know people don't like it so i'm like this is this is exciting and um so i was like what am i gonna do to try to top this one because i was pretty proud of that video and i was just like i don't know what i'm gonna do and uh And that was like the last time that I've really tried to like go crazy. I will again. Well, no, I still do. But like, I was like, okay, this song stinks. Train stinks. And Train has had it far too good for far too long. And how do I end a video about a song that is as, you know, much of a calamity as as Hazel's sister? And I was like, throw a protest against it. (laughs) <laughs> and uh i went for it you know, kim was just like what are you doing i'm like well we got to go to we got to go to u-haul um we got to build the stage we got to and you know did the old i mean did it like you know had a drone shot all that stuff and about 100 people showed up in fairmont park in philadelphia and uh we we protested against the song he's soul sister and it, it was, i was it's there in spirit of the things you know. i'm most
1: proud of <laughs> you should be. I agree. They've had it way too good for way too long. You know, they've been not only assaulting our ears on the airwaves for all these years, but now in the grocery store. Oh, everywhere. Know, it's just, it's... At the gas pump.
0: So they have a new song called pump. AM Gold. Um, and it's like disco. You know, it's it's like, you know, hey, remember disco? I'm like, yeah, no mm-hmm. one's ever <laughs> forgot disco. Like, like, you know, disco's <laughs> fine. Like, there's never going to be a time where people are just like, oh, man. If only I can hear a disco song today. Like I Will Survive is on every single day. But um yes. it's a disco-y kind of song and and where train is is infiltrating now is um on the gas pumps. So it's like you know how like if you go to like a concert or or a sporting event, they have like advertising at the urinals now like there's yeah. screens above and they know when you're there so it starts and it's just like and i'd say in the last 10 years when you're pumping gas like the screen knows you're pumping gas they know you're there and so an ad starts and now um for me for the last like five or six months whenever i start pumping gas the train song comes on so it's mm. like you know karma man you know, so it's it knows, like here I am, already miserable that I'm pumping gas, and now here comes Pat Monahan. You know,
1: so that's a uh, that's something I never really considered because you know here in Oregon we're spoiled and we don't pump our own gas, so oh, there's no, there Jersey? is no. Yeah, it's just us in Jersey. I think I think that's it. Yeah, I, I think I everywhere forgot. else got pump your own that gas. That is,
0: yeah, because I was on tour in the spring, and um, uh, I do remember. And I think I capitalized on that and I went to a, uh, that could have been my Arby's day. That was a dark, that was a dark day. You know, those like <laughs> gas stations, it's like the gas station and then right. It's not a full rest stop, but it's like you one like kind of gas station, and then one restaurant mm-hmm. and the one restaurant was Arby's and I hadn't eaten. And I was like, I can't eat another cliff bar. And I think I got like the a chicken sandwich from Arby's or something like that. The curly
1: fries are good though. They have the meats, is what I'm told. They do. Oh, wait, there's that advertising again getting us when we least expect it. Oh, jeez. It's terrible. So obviously, you've been a a touring musician. You've played with... You've been playing forever, right? Yeah, lifer. Was YouTube... like When you you started this, obviously, you have put effort into it. You said you've been in the aunts and uncles range for a while. Mm -hmm. Did you expect to try to make YouTube a part of your you know, career or was this just something that you thought was funny?
0: I thought it was funny. I, I mean, I just started doing it because I couldn't play gigs, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like shut down, lockdown. you know, Bono singing about the people in Italy, you know, have you heard that song by the way? <laughs> the, the Bono. Song I tried, if that. I see
1: Bono, I like scroll really fast. I oh mean, so, COVID Bono sound
0: uh, no. terrible. It was like he did it on piano. It was like really close up. Uh, you should look it up. But anyway, so it's like everyone's doing that stuff, and there was nothing else to do really. So, you know, watching as many YouTube uh, music channels that I do, you know, endlessly. Sometimes I, I watch, I have people that I like because I just like them. And then there's the people that I watch because I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. And, you know, Beato. Uh, i'm sure a lot of your <laughs> listeners know about rick piatto of course so it's just like I, I remember i have a vivid memory of the first time that i saw him um i was like you know i think i ordered mexican food or something like that And i'm sitting down in my living room and i'm about to pop a burrito and i'm like all right what am i gonna watch and i just went on to youtube and then there's this guy what makes this song great everlong foo fighter so i'm like all right okay here we go so i hit that Mm -hmm. and then it's just him talking about the bass part on everlong and i'm just like the bass part on everlong like oh yeah he's really thumping those eighth notes and i was just like um (laughs) so i was just like this is this is hilarious and i was just sending it to all my friends but also it's like for how much i rag on beata like yeah i also like and do enjoy like a lot of his his breakdowns in a way you know what i mean i just think that they're his lessons and all of that stuff like you know it's it's kind of ridiculous so for me um you know i saw that and then i was just like you know what there's way more there's way more uh rotten songs than good songs and uh so like what if i just did a you know a parody of sorts of that and uh that's when i started the videos because i had nothing else to do and i didn't think anyone was gonna watch them and we didn't. The first two, nobody really watched. I did one on Kryptonite, and I did one on all summer long. And that was those were <laughs> aunts and uncles, like ten, eleven hundred. It wasn't until the Weezer video because those Weezer people. When when you when you tap into the Weezer people, that's like, and it wasn't like a calculated move at all. It's just I, you know, I've, I was a Weezer, I was such a big Weezer fan in high school. I've carried this Weezer you know guilt resentment all of it throughout my entire life i've had the weezer conversation with so many friends through the years i don't want to talk about them anymore and i feel like i had so much to say about it so i used it as a way to talk about my life and then so that was like but that was i, I almost didn't even do that video because i was like no one's ever gonna watch these things um but then you know they, they started to then i'm like okay well um and i've i've actually had more fun doing these um than i ever thought i would and i've always loved comedy so it's like it's a way to finally put together music and comedy for me
1: yeah well you, you do a really good job with that like i think that's the immediate hook right like okay you know sure anybody could you know make a video making fun of a song like if i did it it wouldn't be very good like nobody would want to watch it because i'm not i'm not i don't i'm not funny like you are you know i can riff with people i can kind of throw things back and forth and make crack a joke here and there but like to make something that that is genuinely funny that I think that you know more than three people are gonna send anybody, it's n- it's never gonna happen. That's not really my my skill set. My skill set is just blabbing into a microphone with people.
0: But well, I mean, uh, you know, let's you know, not, when let's I, not shame ourselves here. I mean, you're, I'm sure you're you're a funny guy, but the same. But the thing is, and to use a term for the last four and a half years, I'd say you've got your own lane. Right, you've got your own lane. We love lanes now. Stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Like we like uh, it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you've got you've got your own lane.
1: Yeah, it was it was just funny because I feel like there was a for some reason like this immediate connection with the stuff that you're making because you know I watched it. I sent it to everybody. I watched it probably three times the the train video specifically just because I'm just like this is so good. This is so he's saying all the things I wish I could say, and uh, and then I feel like that, Maybe it was that night, maybe it was a few nights later, you were randomly live streaming. And I was like, Well, oh, I'll join this live stream. And like, oh, he actually picked up. Like, hey, what's going on, mm-hmm. And I was like yeah. half awake. I don't even remember yeah. what we talked about. I have no idea. I night. genuinely have no idea. Yeah. Neither do I. No. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's another maybe, thing. Maybe
0: maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it was a dream. Well, I love talking Who to knows? I love talking to and that's another thing from from uh like, so, you know, COVID-19, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm as upset with, you know, with it as, as any, you know, um, uh, person with a heart would be as far as for all the people that have lost people and stuff like that. And it was a tragedy for a lot of people in an, in another way, the lockdown, if you separate it from, you know, um, from that, I, it, it just totally re kind of focused me and, and kind of gave me, um. A new sense of of what I wanted to do in a way where mm-hmm. it was just like it brought us all together. If nobody can do anything, then you know, for the first time, we're all kind of in it together. Where we're not just like uh, you know the people in the Dave Matthews Band ants marching video, where we see them walking around. and I'll throw out the ants marching video, <laughs> sure. But uh, <laughs> you know, we're not just these people that are all going in these different directions. We're all not doing anything and Mm -hmm. uh i kind of just saw that as an opportunity to you know connect with people so and it was it was hilarious because you couldn't see anybody but i just went on instagram and i started doing this instagram show every day with like 11 people watching it where i was just recording songs i was taking requests and i was like all right i've got a drum machine what song do you want to do i did like you know and then people would be like closer nine inch nails i'm like all right jungle you know uh jungle love. I'm like, all right, you know, sledgehammer. And then I tried it. And then I had people coming, like my neighbors that playing music, I would I would have them come down to the sidewalk and I would mic them from my window because we had to stay far apart and they would sing from the sidewalk. And I started doing that <laughs> kind of stuff. And then I was talking to strangers like I talked to you. And I would just interview people about like, you know, what's in the refrigerator and stuff like that. And then, you know, so it, it all kind of kept building and building and building. Um, and, uh, so that was kind of like what, what happened for me during the pandemic, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I feel like it's kind of led me to like, you know, what I don't really want to play that gig that I used to play all the time. I would rather do this. Um, but if the pandemic didn't happen, I would just go around just doing the same stuff that I was always doing. And it kind of gave me a whole new perspective on things.
1: So I have to assume, and I've seen a little bit of this here and there in your videos, but doing the YouTube videos and doing all the content now, it seems like that's bleeding over into your gigs. Was mm-hmm. that something you expected to happen, or is that a little bit of a surprise?
0: Well, I mean, it's it's amazing. So, I mean, like, I still obviously love playing music. And it's like, you know, I think the, the problem for me is that I've always wanted to kind of like I've always wanted to do comedy but music has always come first for me mm-hmm. and I feel like there is a blend of it now where I can go out like I play guitar in a band called strand of Oaks now. Um, so it's this dude Tim showalter and he's had a million iterations of his band or whatever it's just I've been buddies with him for a long time and you know so I've been playing with him for the last couple of years and um, that's a great thing that I could just go play guitar in you know so right. I can like play his songs, sing some harmonies, play some solos, do that kind of stuff. And when we did the spring tour, I was actually, thanks to YouTube, I actually, you know, was able to open the shows and bring people to the shows, you know, for the first time and meet people that like watch my videos and stuff like that. And, you know, they were singing along to some of my joke songs that I write for the videos and stuff like that. And that was really cool. So it's like, and what's also awesome about what I what I'm doing is that the people that like my stuff we have the same taste you know what i mean right. so it's like i'm kind of filtering out now like three doors down fans i hate me you know what i mean oh but I'm it's sure. like yeah it's awesome though because like they'll they'll go on these long things and leave these comments under there that don't really affect me because i'm like well you like three doors down so it's just like <laughs> <laughs> we're not you know we're not breaking bread together and and it's fun and and you know go ahead listen to them but like you know anybody that likes my videos you know so i can pivot from like playing you know making you know doing a a spoof on like a godsmack song and then go into one of my songs and chances are that whoever is going to be there is of the same sensibilities you know so it's it's mm-hmm. kind of like a great filtering system as far as like you know uh, taste goes so it's it's been working so it's like people don't always expect jokes from me they also know that you know I'm, I love music seriously obviously and you know so it, it really worked out I think it's re- walking hand in hand with each other
1: it's kind of a unique filter and funnel right because there's a lot of people there that a found you through your video who mm-hmm. would probably not have found you otherwise and then it also filters so it brings them there and also kicks the people out that I'm like, I'm not this guy doesn't like the same music as me. I love Three Doors Down and he doesn't. So why am I going to go watch him play? But it yeah. also is a funnel, which is great, you know, because you're casting a wider net and bringing more people into what you actually do. Not that this isn't not that you don't actually do both things, but what you're yeah. really passionate about, you know, is making music and recording your own stuff so it's kind of a it's a wild it's a wild world that we live in you know it's, it's sure is banana is what we can do now i mean i, f- I feel like it's um
0: it's kind of like reverse nirvana in a way it's like okay you know like the stories of like you know cobain he was just like he they got so popular like he hated his fan base you know what i mean he had all these jocks coming to his shows and he just like was just like oh man you know when he knows that he's coming from this punk scene and all of that stuff like that, but then becomes mainstream and becomes what, you know, I've kind of been able to do the opposite of that. And I'm not comparing myself to Kirk O'Bain at all, but like I can, um, instead of, instead of like becoming like this mainstream thing, I have a small, but loyal following of people that, all are in the same, like anybody that's coming to my show and telling me that they love my videos, like I already pretty much dig them. I'm like, you know, I'm always, (laughs) I'm always going to like for the most part, because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, yeah, you don't like um fly away by Lenny Kravitz and you know you're a good person you know you know that that song is four and a half minutes of the most brain bashing you know boring monotonous uh drudgery that this world could conjure you know so it's just like we have that in common so then like you know what's your what's your favorite cheese are you an American you Cooper you you Swiss you like the French stuff what what are you into so we could take it from there you know what I mean
2: hi I'm Vincent, and I'm here to talk about the Maris Mercury X. My dad's always going on and on about how cool Maris is. He really went off on one about the Mercury X the other day. He said something about a 4,800-hertz sample rate and 99 preset locations and 33 banks, and something along the lines of the most advanced reverb pedal Ever devised by man? That's all true, but I only care about one thing. This pedal sounds sick. So make sure you check out the Mercury X and all the other fine products at Marist.us, as well as fine retailers worldwide. All right, Dad, all now right, can I have my Pocky?
1: How exactly do artists get their music on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, all these services? How in the world do you get your music there? Well, in the past, you had to use something called a record label. But these days, you can use DistroKid. DistroKid is the absolute easiest way to get your music up on streaming services. And it's the most affordable way to do so. Not only do plans start at $22.99 for the entire year, that's less than 2 bucks a month, DistroKid also does not take a cut of your streaming revenue, unlike some other services out there. Even better if you sign up by going to ToneMob.com slash DistroKid. That's ToneMob.com slash DistroKid. One more time, that's ToneMob.com slash DistroKid. You'll get 30% off. That's right, 30% off. They're already extremely reasonable prices. So go to ToneMob.com slash DistroKid and get your music out there. mm-hmm it it seems like there's a and maybe this is not entirely true, but it seems like there's a general era or i don't know from like nineteen ninety seven to i don't know two thousand three that you seem to kind of focus in on that era of trash there's more trash than that, obviously, but it seems like that particular era seems to grind your gears a little more than maybe some other things. Is that true, or am I reading into it more than there is?
0: No, it's true, and it's probably because that's when I was paying attention the most to pop music or something like that. You know, it's just like, there's tons of stuff out there now that stinks, but it's just like, that stuff to me hasn't gone away either. So it's like, I just feel like, you know, in the, in the um, I did a video on All Summer Long Kid Rock, and it it was like, The story that I tell in that video is 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 true. Like I was in a supermarket about a year and a half ago, and I was debating whether I was going to go with Progresso or Campbell's. I mean, it's a big decision. It is. And I'm trying to figure out who I am. You know, am I red can or blue can? And it was just like, here comes all summer long. Now it's still being played. You know, all the time. And that's when I heard the guitar solo for the first time and really and really figured it out that, like, wait a second, this is in the wrong pentatonic box. Like, (laughs) yeah, a lot of the notes work or whatever, but this dude just, like, landed in the pentatonic of D minor over the D major, and it usually works, but the notes that he landed on were just so obviously, like, dude, you're just ripping a solo in D minor over these chords. And it just doesn't work. He Mm -hmm. could have just shifted it, but he's in the wrong box. And then I was just thinking about how many people that got through, like Kid Rock liked it, first of all. He was like, yeah, man, badass. And then, you know, the producer (laughs) or whatever, like they were all like, yes, this is the solo. And it's a long solo. So it's just like, it's moments like that where I've like, I've always hated that song. It's always been terrible. Um, but then when I realized that this solo is, 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 is so, you know, blatantly in the wrong pentatonic that, um, that was like one of the moments that brought me back to that song. So I feel like I have all this unfinished business with those songs, you know, it's like, (laughs) it's been a life of kryptonite. It's been a life of, uh, what are the other ones that I did? Like Hazel, Hazel's sister. It's been a life of these songs and I have all of this stuff just stored up. And I need to get it out. So once I get those out, maybe I'll just usher in a new thing and I could do like, you know, 21 Pilots song or something. I don't know. I don't even know what 21 Pilots sounds like, but I can imagine. Maybe they're awesome. I have no idea. They could be. I don't know. Yeah, no (laughs) idea. Who knows? But, uh, you know, (laughs) like Imagine Dragons would be like the first one of like the new class that I would really, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. hone in on. But, you know, I feel like there's so much stuff that still needs to be cleaned up.
1: There's one that I I keep thinking is just going to happen at some point. Like mm-hmm. There's there's one that's always it's really just it's really just hurt my soul ever since I realized that it existed and and I, I wish I could remember the title, but you'll probably know it just by the band name. But pretty much anything by Sister Hazel really just <laughs> really it just well, attacks know, my core. About, yeah, well, I mean the thing
0: about Hazel that you got to remember. Hold on one second. Is that um, when you're talking about S-H, mm-hmm. is that... Uh, this? Oh, here we go. Tune. All right. This, this will be out of tune. But I mean... Uh, so, you know, it's post-runaround, right? So it's just like... so I mean, That's that, the song. That guy, That's the one. Yeah. yeah, that guy, which is Come to My Window, which is kind of like, I would say Come to My Window is like the... kind of put it on the map. Um uh what are we doing here? The one four two five the Piano. So it's like this this one four two five was like a really big one in the nineties, right? So yes, like come to definitely. my window, I would rank number one. window. Oh, come to my window r- bridge kind of kind of rules. I don't care what they think. I don't
2: care I mean, yeah, I'm all right with yeah. that bridge.
1: I, I'm having like ptsd right now this is uh, yeah, this be. is rough this is rough i mean it's listen i didn't say this was going to be easy i'm just saying out
0: <laughs> of the one four two fives i'm probably ranking and come to my window maybe run around i'm not sure so so it's like come to my window
2: and then hey why you want to give me the run around and it's sure my way.
1: You know no. what? Now that I'm thinking about it, neither of those is the one I'm thinking of. What is the one I'm oh, thinking no, of? Oh, no, I'm getting there.
0: So like, oh, you're getting
1: there. Okay, so okay.
0: Sister Hazel heard those two songs and they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's just do that. Yeah.
1: Hard to say what I Oh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: the one. Yep. Yep. I... yep. yep, and you're right. It all, it's and, all and, and,
1: rooted there. I, yeah, I it's, wish a,
0: I it's a fourth-rate runaround. Um, and it just reminds me of like how much I would rather hear um uh so look around your world pretty baby, yeah. baby, it's true
1: everything you
0: you <laughs> i'll take a i'll take a right time to roll to me over sister hazel Absolutely. so here's how i'm ranking him. i would go uh i'll go run around give it to popper uh, okay come to my yeah. window two roll to me three and then sister hazel four strat dropped but it's all right because it's a strat it'll be fine
1: yeah yep yeah, I remember I'm just like, this is taking me back to, I don't know how old I was, probably like 14 or something. And like a bunch of kids from school and a bunch of like, you know, friends of friends, or for some reason, everyone was going to the Sister Hazel concert. And and this oh, is when time, uh, out, time out time out what?
0: for some what? reason
1: all everybody
0: was going to the Sister Hazel concert yeah for I've some never reason heard that sentence before that's an incredible sentence but <laughs> there was a band called uh oh man what were they called oh they were called the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies. Um,
1: okay all right
0: i'll never forget it the screaming cheetah wheelies so the spin doctors played in scranton where i'm from in like 1994 or 1995 and everybody went to that show like Mm -hmm. that was my sister hazel show and so this there's this band this i didn't go but there was this band called the screaming cheetah wheelies where like all of my friends we're like they're like amazing man they're like the best band ever because they were the opening band we were all like 14. you know what i mean (laughs) so it's just like they were a band so like you know and they probably you know i don't know what they sounded like but like they there was like a mosh pit because like the even flow video and everything like that for the screaming cheetah wheelies because they came to to scrittum you know what i mean and they uh so your your show was the sister hazel show so everybody was going to the sister hazel show
1: yeah, everyone was going to the Sister Hazel show and uh, and this is actually kind of weird because it was it every I can't think of a single person that I knew at the time other than the guys in my band and my now wife who did not go to that show. Everyone else like in my kind of circle of people went to that show and then people like you saw you you really love music. You're going to come to the Sister Hazel show, right? And I was like no. No. Right. Uh, no.
0: And uh, where is this? Uh, Oregon?
1: Are you uh born and raised I am born and raised so yeah I was uh I'm just south of Portland a little bit I, okay. I say Portland cuz nobody knows where Oregon City is but uh Right but Oregon
0: City it. was where sister where Sistel Hazel was playing right
1: Well no they were playing in Portland but oh wow! Everyone okay. in Oregon City was traveling. You know, the forty minutes wow. up You're traveling north. for
0: the big Sister Hazel show. <laughs> that's right. Sister Hazel might be the most local sounding band that's ever made it. That's ever. You know what oh, I mean? Like that is just that's the a most good point. local sound you can ever. I mean, Blues Traveler's pretty local sounding, but I mean, like you got Papa Rip in that harmonica, so it's that's just the like thing. that kind of sets it apart. It. But mm-hmm. like Sister Hazel is like the ultimate like coffee shop. You know, like you know, here's the band. It's a lot of, it's a lot of C at nine and it's coming at you. And, uh,
1: -hmm.
2: yeah,
0: the boys, local boys made it good as far as sister Hazel go. I'm sure they're on, I'm sure they're still on the road. I just
1: looked this up the other day, uh, because I was curious and, and it does seem that they're still, you know, they're still at it. They're still doing it. And so, you know, I can, I can not like it all I want. Right. At the end of the day, a lot of more people know who they are than know who I am. So I guess who's really laughing now,
0: you know? Well, that's, that's one of my, that's what my critic, I mean, that's all the, cr- all the critics that, that, that don't like my videos. Who are you, man? Who the fuck are you? They got a hit, man. They got a hit. You know, I'm like, you are
1: at, man? Yeah. Where <laughs> you're
0: And I'm just like, good point. But you're well, also commenting under a video that I made. So, you know. Yeah, and yet
1: here you are, right? Right. Like that's, that's where oh, yeah, it is no at one the stops. end of the day.
0: You ever listen to Eddie Trunk?
1: I don't think so. The name sounds oh, familiar, though. He's the best.
0: He used to do a show called The Metal Show. That Metal Show on VH1, and he's mm-hmm. he has this show on SiriusXM where he like flies the flag for like Rat, like oh you know, rock yeah, music, okay, rock yeah, music, and he name drops constantly, and he's like, oh, you know, uh Stephen Piercy just texted me. Hold on one second. It's 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 awesome. Um Yes, but yes, he's he, coming back. He basically. To me now. He basically talks about three things. He always talks about kiss. He talks about the fact that he hates when bands use tracks. He's like, I went to see a band, they were using tracks. It's I needed to be a hundred percent all real. And then uh, but then he's also just like five finger death punch has a new album out and it's killer.
1: <laughs> you know, and it's
0: like I'm like, okay, Eddie. And then uh, and then um he talks a ton about um how no bands which he's he's actually i agree with him on this one but uh he talks about how like farewell tours never ends and like no band ever really stops which is true and especially if you had a hit i mean they just keep i mean smash mouth is still going without the singer i know know that's wild like he's out like are these fans going to hear the drum parts you know what i mean it's like (laughs) oh man i love Glenn. Uh, <clears throat> Glenn Thompson's bass part on <laughs> "Walking on the Sun," man. You know that's that's why I'm a Smash Mouth fan. But yeah, no bands ever stop.
1: <laughs> no, that is true. They don't. Uh, even if it feels like they're going to, you know, uh, they they tend not to.
0: Well, I mean, but, think about it, Blake. Like you, you know, are are you still in a band, or are you just doing uh podcast? I
1: I do like solo stuff now, and and that's pretty much it
2: you know okay uh, so
0: but like at the same time like look at all of those guitars that are behind you look at that microphone that you're talking into i mean you haven't stopped you know and you don't have a hit so imagine if you had a hit like you, you that's just, true. we're both you know we're both going to keep buying gear i mean like look at the amount of strings that are behind me right now you know what i mean so it's just like i'll just keep buying gear i'll just keep playing shows you know you you, you, you can't stop
1: that's true. I think once it's in you, it's in you, whether yeah. you have a hit or not, like,
0: yeah. and, it's no and it feels place. like
1: people with, with music, no they place tend place. to go away from it for a while, maybe, but they always find their way back at some point, at some point, what you else? Know, are you in some tell? capacity,
0: you know, maybe what else are you
1: gonna <laughs> that's a good point. What else are you going to do? Mm hmm. So do you have any uh do you have any foreshadowing for us? What do you what's what's up on the chopping block? Like who's who's going to get it next do you think? Or do you want to play that close to the vest?
0: Well, um I don't know when are you going to put this out?
1: I'll put it out whenever you want me to put it out.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I could just tell you what I'm working on right now. I'm still putting together the end piece of the simple plan um mm-hmm. which is uh I don't so for anybody who's not familiar with the videos that i make i did a video on on mgk emo girl and then that to prove a point i was like well if this is gonna do a blink 182 song i will you know right <laughs> um so it's just like i'm as, <laughs> punk as he is you know like so it's <clears throat> i'm probably more punk than he is and i'm not a punker um even though i love punk music but i mean you know look at me um So uh, I wrote, a. have always had a fake band called August is Falling in mind where it was just like a pop punk band and I ended up uh, releasing a song in that video Um, and then uh, for the end of that video and then I ended up with a full EP and a lot of these, you know, there was a lot of, you know, kismet involved and and things happened and uh, somehow I released it yeah, it's pretty magical and then Butch Walker ended up mixing one of the songs and it made it sound huge and it was unbelievable and then it was on bandcamp and it was the it was the top selling pop punk album on bandcamp for a little <laughs> while and it was added to like Apple's music playlists and we're kind of like trolling the world on this in yes. a way. And uh, all of the people that watch my videos have commented under the fake video, and I made a YouTube account. And now that YouTube account for August is falling has like forty four thousand subscribers, and New <laughs> York video has over fourteen thousand comments. So it was like this band saved my life, and it's confusing people, and it's awesome. Um, and it, there's there's a chance that it might get some radio play. So I, the, there's it's become bigger than what I ever thought it could be. And now I'm just like, okay, what do I do now? And it's almost like a Larry David situation when Seinfeld yes. got picked up and he's like, I got to write 13 more of these. Like, I'm like, what do I, <laughs> what do, I do now? So um, I'm uh, putting together the end of that, the simple plan, as I call it. And, uh, and I'm actually working on right now, and this is heartbreaking, but I never thought I was going to do it. Hmm. I'm doing a video about Nickelback. Oh. <gasps> yeah you are just a little stinkers though i'm not gonna do a full what makes this song stink um but uh you never
1: thought you'd do it really no because i
0: mean it's the lowest hanging fruit there is i mean i don't need to talk about you know i don't need to talk about nickelback you know the nickelback sucks jokes aren't even funny you know it's been so long of like nickelback sucks that i'm just like yeah of course but they did something they did something that i can't um that I that I couldn't stay away from so you couldn't let it go I couldn't let it go something happened and I couldn't Mm. let it go so I think I know what you're talking about okay so I'm making Mm -hmm. a little Snickers about because if you watch my channel and you know some of the things that I've done and some of the songs that I've written and then you listen to their latest song it's pretty it's pretty amazing so uh yeah (laughs) something happened and, uh, and I have a, you know, I have to see it through. So there'll be a little stinkers about a Nickelback song in the not too
1: distant future. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up the August is falling thing because, uh, I, uh, I, in a small way, I helped out a little bit with that. I, I went ahead and threw it on my Apple music and, uh, I listened to the whole thing, you know, in earnest. You know, just because I got to give it a shake. Right. I got to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then I did the thing that I like to do for people that I that I enjoy. And I just picked a, a random device I got. You know, we all got different Apple connected things laying around here and there. And I just let it play. Oh, I'll thank just, you. You let I it go just, around? J- I just let it go and go and go, like for like three days. So you I appreciate know. that. There you that go.
0: Mean, <laughs> that means a lot, you know? <laughs> and I feel like I missed an opportunity and I'm glad you did that because I could have asked people to all do that. <laughs> um, but I'm glad you you had the gumption to uh to run the numbers up like that. We needed to cook the books. I appreciate you cooking the books. <laughs> all
1: you me. I mean, you might've got like, out of those three days, you might've got like a whole dollar 50 out of that, you
0: know? I'll like, take it. Well, TuneCore has it. I don't know if I'll ever get it. I don't really understand what TuneCore is or does, but you know, hopefully <laughs> at some point it'll come back. But the thing is, is it's a fake band. Like people, what's, what's amazing about it. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners are dudes and bands that are, you know, they've not made it right. <clears throat> people in bands so not just dudes but like you know i feel like uh you know as a person that has seen the band camp you know you release a song it goes up and the next day it goes back down then it mm-hmm. just flatlines as being that person for a very long time and and i've been in bands that i'm really proud of and and uh you know it's just music is tough business right and um you know i've i've been in serious bands and written songs you know earned out of you know all that stuff. It's just amazing for me that the first music that I've ever had, like really of Spotify, that is like a greater than a thousand plays is "August is Falling." <laughs> you know, like, um, so it's 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 not even bittersweet. It's sweet. It's all sweet because I like writing songs, uh, genre ish kind of songs and stuff like that. And even those songs, like I was just like, okay, I mean, if I'm gonna write these songs, I at least want to try to make them good. You know, so it's mm-hmm. just like. You know, I think that they're enjoyable listens. Um, They are
1: enjoyable listens. And especially in the, I mean, that's my era, right? Like, that's, 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 that's that's that early 2000s warp tour thing is like, that's when I, that's when I fell in love with it, really. And so I'm like, listening to this, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember when this band I like used to do something like that. Oh, 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 yep, there's that thing that I like. You know, there's that weird chord. They're all right
0: there. (laughs) You could do there it, are. you know, and that's kind of like the whole point of the EP. Is just like, mm-hmm. man, you know, if I just, if I just didn't listen to the Kinks as much as I did, and like Autumn Almanac, and just want to write all these songs with all these crazy chord chord progressions. I mean, I'm a pop guy. I mean, I love pop. I love simple music. It's just, uh, you know, the Simple Plan is another form of simple music that is just. Like, <laughs> I mean, they dominated the world with the, with Perfect. Um. So I mean, I feel like, man, I could have done that. Um, but what are you gonna do?
1: Hey, you know, it's uh it, it's very of its time, but you know, it's kind of coming back. Who knows? Who knows what's next? August so is falling, I, who knows? We've been do- we've been talking a lot and you spend a lot of time talking about things that you don't like. But mm-hmm. what do you like? Like what what is some of your number one favorite things that actually inspire you in a real way when you talk about your serious side?
0: oh like music yeah um well Beatles first of course Mm -hmm. you know I'm probably haven't spent a day not talking about who played what on what you know I mean the day you found out Paul played the solo on taxman you know I mean it's just like being a complete Beatles you know dork and and knowing all of that stuff and uh if if the stuff that i love is is um uh, not going to be surprising i mean it's the beatles the kinks bob dylan neil young um dire straits mark Knopfler is my you know favorite guitar player mike campbell is my second favorite guitar player i mean tom petty is probably in my top three um you know uh and then you know I'm a '90s yeah, indie rock kind of guy. You know, it's just who I am from my age. So it's like Guided by Voices and Pavement and that bands like that that I love. Um, you know, had the Weezer thing. Love Nirvana. You know that 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 kind of stuff. Um, and then you know uh, more recently, if, if uh, <clears throat> there's you know I, lo- I love the Viagra Boys. I love the Chats. Um, Chats are know. great.
1: I just found them. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a band called uh, Floating Action that I'm friends with. Um, and uh, he's one of my This guy Seth Kaufman. He's one of my favorite songwriters ever. Um, my buddies Doctor Dog. They're one of my favorite bands. Um, not just because my, they're my friends. You know, we got a lot of friends with a lot of bands. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not necessarily um you know flying the flag i mean there's friends bands i haven't even listened to yet we're all terrible um but like you know dr dog's one of my favorite bands so you know that's I, I i love i love music obviously um and the point that i make in all of my videos is that there's all this music that you'll never hear That is, you know, it's just the whole phenomenon of what gets played in the stores as opposed to like, like you have a better chance of hearing kryptonite in a store than you do. Hey, Jude, like you're not even getting that much. Hey, Jude, you know what I mean? You're kind of getting (laughs) shined down more than you're getting, you know, you really got me. And if you get, you really got me. It's probably the Van Halen. You really got me and and I've got it against BH, but I'm Mm -hmm. good on the BH Van Halen. Like, or, uh, you really got me. Like if, if, if I want to hear you really got me, I would love to hear Dave Davies playing that riff, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, that's just who I am. If I'm getting VH, I mean, give me Panama, you know? I, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It is, that is actually a, a really interesting point. You know, it, it, it's weird. You know, I think a lot of the general population isn't aware of this, but like the songs that play in grocery stores and restaurants that are doing it on the up and up, uh, that, That doesn't, they're not just like putting on Apple music and streaming something, you know, that that's not how that works. There's actually like corporations and levels of uh, management and everything that has to go through. There's like a set program of stuff that they're allowed Mm -hmm. to play in the grocery store. Yes. And it's weird. It's weird to think about, right? Because you can turn on whatever you want in your house. But if it plays in the grocery store, it's got to go through. Yeah, I mean I even hear it in Kroger sometimes. Like, well, "Welcome to the Kroger Radio Network." And I'm like, "What is the Kroger Radio Network? Like, what are we talking yeah, about right now?" This is own. so weird. Yeah. It's very weird.
0: Well, I was on uh, so um so the one makes the song stink videos. I started doing a I started doing a podcast. So we're actually um we're we're rivals right now. Tone.
1: Oh. Oh. Yeah. I got to hang yeah. this up.
0: Yeah. No, I, knew, I knew I've listened. you it. I've listened to it. A, now, I'm in the podcast game now. You know How what I mean? You. I'm in the podcast game now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously coming the world, to Scranton. Obviously, it. the world needed another podcast. So, you know, I I I stepped up. Um, mm-hmm. But I was interviewing um, Kyle Kane a uh, comedian.
1: We are brought to you today by Sweetwater, specifically the gear exchange. You may have heard about this. This is a place where you can go to buy and sell your used gear. Maybe you got a pedal over there that's just kind of collecting dust. Maybe there's something you've been eyeing from the Sweetwater catalog. Well, right now is a great time to turn that unused gear into something you're actually going to use. Even better, if you sell on the gear exchange, you can keep 100% of the sale as long as you choose a Sweetwater gift card as your payout method. That is not too shabby because... Let's be honest, most of this buying and selling we do is just a fun new gear purchases, and that is a great way to reach a wide variety of customers and keep 100% in your pocket, or rather on your pedal board. So go check out the Sweetwater Gear Exchange and turn that unused gear into something that's actually going to help you write that next huge
2: riff. Hello there.
1: I'd like to introduce you to your best friend,
2: the Chase Bliss Audio, Lossie. Lossie is a collaboration between Chase Bliss and Good Hertz. it's meant to give you some control over those weird digital artifacts that come with
1: the compressed audio. You're hitting it right now. All the changes that are taking place are strictly coming from my playing dance. I'm just interacting with the pedal and letting it do its thing. And some true stereo goodness. If you'd like some more details about Lossing, I invite you to
2: head over to chaselessaudio.com
0: and like what you find. And for the for the podcast, uh I have a stink tank where I have like a list of songs and then the guests can pick from that list or they can come up with their own if they want. And mm-hmm. he chose uh the things we do for love by 10cc. Um, okay. the things we do for love. Oh yeah. And I don't I, right, you know, I, I don't think that that song necessarily stinks. It's kind of like a third-rate ELO or something like that. Like but you know i was just like wow it's interesting that he would pick that song and the reason why is because he used to when he was a teenager um he was he identified like he was like a you know punk rocker dude worked at a walmart mm-hmm. and uh that song came on every day it was on the playlist so here he is is this like you know just this kid that's a miserable existence putting things on pallets all day long and every day he hears the things we do for love. <laughs> so it's just like, it's those kind of things where it's just, what's fascinating is that like, you know, I just had to write a bio for myself, which is the worst because like, you know, doing, uh, doing this, um, podcast now I'm like, you know, kind of playing the game a little bit where like, I got to try to like, you know, there has to be a bio on me. Right. So it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, about bios, like, you know, band bios, it's weird, I always hated bios. um, and you're writing this thing about yourself and I'm and the question is is like why did you decide to do what makes the song stink and I'm just like it's just because i have to hear hey soul sister i've never put it on i could sing every word to it but a train fan doesn't even know that a band like guided by voices exists you know right. what i mean right like that's that's the whole thing it's just like these songs i've never put on but i know all of them and I'm jealous, in at the end of the day, of people that like Imagine Dragons and that like Train because these songs are on all the time. So it's like life is just like hell yeah. No matter where I am, there's my favorite band. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I mean, imagine hearing like a Velvet Underground song in a CVS. Like it's not going to happen, no. you know. So it's just like that's that's the kind of thing. Or even like you know, hearing um, like a, a another a different. Led Zeppelin song then a whole lot of love like something off of physical graffiti like wow you know what I mean so it's just kind of like uh that's that's the point that I try to make is that this music is just we're just kind we're just beaten down by it mm-hmm. and we don't have a choice you know mm-hmm. um so like because we don't have a choice I feel like I need to use my voice uh to to try to say like listen I've had to endure these songs my entire life and you know you're you have a hot tub you're comfortable because of these songs. So you can at least, you know, I could punch up a little bit on you.
1: Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what, what you're saying there, like I've talked about this a lot, especially in the earlier days of the podcast, because my old job, it was, uh, it, it, it was some, for some reason, just agreed upon that the only thing that was played in, in the office was the country station. And I put country in air quotes you know, at the time, this well, yeah. was like, you know, this was 2015 yeah. or so. So, you know, it's all, it's all the bro country dominating. dominating, And mm-hmm. I like country. I like, I like old school country. I, I grew mm-hmm. up listening to country. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. my like, disdain for that stuff burns very, very brightly. And I just had to listen to it all day, every day. And I realized that it was kind of my problem. Because I one day I stood up and I was like, you guys realize I've been taking notes, but this song has played six times since I've been here. And I haven't been here for my full eight hours yet. Right. But this song has played at least six times that I've noticed. And everyone's like, oh, really? I, didn't, I wasn't even aware. And I was like, so this thing that just like grates into my soul and pierces yeah. my ears like in the worst way possible, they didn't even realize it was happening. You know, so it's like, oh, this is really a me problem at the end of the day. It really is.
0: And that's kind of like, you know, if there's one thing that I'll never understand is like, I'll even talk to people that are working in stores. Like the, excuse me, the, the, like the, uh, like the, the person that stands, I talk about this a lot, but I think the worst job in the world is the person that stands and watches over the self-checkout section. (laughs) they're not even doing the they're not even doing the transaction they're just standing there and Mm -hmm. they're hearing four different um screens go at the same time and then there's a song on top of it so you've got like you know are you a giant bonus card member are you a giant go you know please enter your like you know don't forget your receipt all happening at the same time And then on top of that, you've got like, and did you know that when it snows, you know what I mean? So you've got (laughs) seal coming in from the top. You've Mm -hmm. got all of these different, you know, screens yelling at you and beeping and all of this hell that's going on and you're just taking it. And I'll go over to them sometimes and just be like, you know, how do you do it? And I want to give them a tip. Because if I have to give some guy a dollar because I want a water at a bar and he just like goes like this and then I give him a dollar for it, mm-hmm. nothing against bartending. But what I'm saying is if I'm giving him a buck or her a buck, I am um definitely gonna tip five on the person that's just taking these this this abuse. <laughs> and then they always say to me at the end of the day, they always say, Oh, I just zone it out. No, oh, I just don't pay attention to it. And I'm like, if there's a I don't know, I don't understand that. I don't, that. If I don't know if there's a do song that. on, I have to listen to it. Like I can't I know it's on. I'm like, okay, every time you go away, I'm like, I hear it. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like um if no matter where I am, I'm I'm listening, I can't zone it out. And that's like I think you what you were just saying. It's like these people could just zone it out. They didn't know that they heard save a horse, ride a cowboy six times, but
1: you No, did. they didn't. But you I did. knew. I knew. Oh, I knew. I knew. Um, No, it's, I'm not, this is going to sound ridiculous to so many people. That was a huge motivation for me to quit. Like it was a very good job. And I liked Mm -hmm. the people I was working with, Yeah. but I really wanted to do this. This is what I really wanted to do.
0: Right.
1: So obviously the desire to want, no, I really want to do that. Not this, but no joke. The day I walked out of there knowing that I was never going to have to like sit down and listen to bro country all day again yeah. was like this huge deal to me, which sounds so silly to so many people. But I was like, the fact that I don't have to do that ever again is like incredible to me. I don't even know what plays on modern country radio anymore. No, and I love I mean, it. I love that. I don't know that.
0: I would absolutely quit it's, for the same reason. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I was I worked at a job once where we were just sitting at tables and we would put insurance and m- insurance, insurance, letters into um i basically just worked at a place where i folded paper put it in an envelope okay. <laughs> that was it like mm-hmm. all day long um and we listened to like kind of like the 80s channel um every day which is mm-hmm. like there's worse things to listen to but it was sure. like a lot of like you know billy ocean or you know just that kind of stuff hopefully you get for a little bit of robert palmer but like a lot of huey lewis a lot of that kind of stuff you know banana ram and I used to just get through the day. I would be like, you know, who wants to lay down dollar bets on whether or not the next song is going to have a sax? So that was the only way that I could kind of get through it. And like mm-hmm. sax would pay three to one. No sax would just pay two to one. You know what I mean? So if you <laughs> gambled on sax over a guitar solo, like, is it a sax solo or a guitar solo? You right. know? And then like you would hear it and then like, you know, uh, um, uh, like turn the page comes in and you're just like you know what i mean yeah. you know, <laughs> score mm-hmm. you know so it's just like that's uh that's how i got through that but that just to, to make the point that i had like nobody else was paying attention to what every song was but i was i was just like oh man i'm like they we already did the hold on loosely and now they're giving us the. Um, caught up in you, like there's. A, we're getting both the thirty eight special songs, like, like come on today, like just give us a break for <laughs> like play one today and give us the other one tomorrow. You know, I'm like because they
1: they both go like this,
0: you know. Hmm. Absolutely.
2: I never knew that.
0: And then the other one is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your name.
0: You know, they're the same song. So it's like, just give us a break. Play, you know, switch mm-hmm. them back and forth on a
1: daily basis. Yeah, it's, it is. it is. I mean, though, again, like, I know we've already said it multiple, time, multiple times, but it is an us thing. Because nobody listens to more music than my wife. My wife has got music constantly playing, constantly, mm-hmm. no matter what she's doing. Yeah. all stuff she likes because that's the era we live in you can listen to only things you like in your own yeah. home it's wonderful mm-hmm. and so she's just constantly spinning music i she asked me she's like how come you don't listen to as much music you're like the music guy you play mm-hmm. music you work in the yeah. music business like why don't you listen to that as much music as me I was like because i can't not listen to it i have to listen to it and like what's going on there Let's go. I wonder what kind of reverb that was. Oh, that's it. You know, I'm always like listening and trying to dissect it. It's an active experience. Yeah. So when I'm mowing the lawn or doing whatever that I was going to zone out on, I can't be generally listening to music that way because I can't just listen to it. I have mm-hmm. to dissect it. Where I, I'll put it on a podcast and some dude's blabbering and it's fine. Like I, and she's the opposite. She's like, if I'm listening to a podcast, I have to really pay attention to what they're saying. So I follow it. And I'm like, that's yeah. so, it's just a different wiring in people's brains. It's kind of kind of weird.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't even listen to as much music as I used to. Like, I really don't, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing this thing where it's just like, because of the same way that you're you're talking about it, where it's just like, I listen to music in the car. And that's like the mm-hmm. number one, which is kind of cool because I have like an hour commute now, like if I, all to the studio where I do stuff. So it's just like, that's where I'll be like, okay, I'm going to listen to this record. Um, you know, but like when I, when I clean and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, what record do I need to put on? But if I'm like just around the house or stuff like that, like I'll put on a, I'll put on a podcast or a YouTube video or something like that. And that I'm in the same kind of way because it is that thing of just like, if I'm listening now, if I'm listening to something that I haven't heard in a long time and I know it, that's a whole different thing where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to put that on. Like, you know, um, I don't exercise, but if I did, like, you know, I'd probably put on like the Stooges or something like that, or I'd put on like, you know, something that just like kind of pumps me up, whatever. And, uh, you know, so that's like, that's a whole world. But if I'm going to listen to something that I'm like, Ooh, someone told me to check this band out. Like, that's like a thing. Like I need to just like have an actual, because I can't, I'm like, all right, what's the drum sound? You know, all right, drum sounds good. Like bass, you know, I like the bass. I like the, you know, it's just like that whole, World of, uh, you know, just kind of exactly how you said it. Where I'm just like, I'm so I'm listening to everything so much intently that you know, it's 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 I need to have a, you know, sit down kind of moment to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, man, we're getting close to the end of the the episode, and I've got a couple classic questions I like to wrap this show up with. Sure. But before I do that, I like to give the guests a chance to take the floor. Say whatever they want to say. To, you know, you got you know, a few thousand people listening. You can tell them whatever you want to tell them. You can shout out your grandma. You can do whatever you want to do. The floor is yours.
0: Um, You know, I'll talk about uh, the lotto. I, I, I don't play the lotto, but I think about it sometimes. Like lottery tickets. Okay, And, uh, you know, yeah, the people that go for it every day and how much money they're spending on it and you know i used to work at a convenience store and they would just buy a hundred dollars worth of scratch-offs and then come back in with fifty dollars worth of scratch-offs and then come back in with ten dollars worth of scratch-offs and it was just like every single day you know and um you know and i'm not coming down on those people i just feel like you know i kind of can see myself in the future becoming a scratch-off guy Mm. like i don't know maybe 60s um So that's one thing for your listeners. Like I might become a scratch off guy in my sixties. Okay. Who's going
1: to put that out there right now. Yeah.
0: Two. I'm looking at, um, I'm 42 right now in the fifties. I'm looking at getting into industrial music. I saw Rammstein not too long ago. I've always kind of liked nine inch nails, but I never committed the Rammstein show is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So in my fifties, I think what I'm going to do is get into like ministry. Like I'm going to go industrial in my 50s. I'll get into the tin machine, uh, Bowie era a lot, and I'm going to have an industrial 50s. Those are the two things that I'm that I'm thinking
1: about right now. I, I like that. I think that's a good plan, a good solid retirement plan. You know, you got Thank the you. lotto. That'll be your retirement. <laughs>
0: scratch scratch offs, industrial music, and scratch off. <laughs> Yeah, that's there's that's nothing the thing. there's nothing dumber than scratch offs. I mean, I feel like, I, but I could fall for it. I know that I can. But you know, I, I think that if you're doing it, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it a little bit.
1: You Gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I segue in, I just want I don't think you can see it. You can't. I'm not gonna mess with my camera because that'll be a disaster. But mm-hmm. I got a sun beta lead back here okay. that used to belong to Paul Barker from Ministry. Okay. So so okay. you can come over here and we'll make the industrial music. We can even do it before you're fifty if you want. We'll out. No, I gotta it out. wait
0: till I'm fifty. It's gonna be an industrial fifties. Like it's all black. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna do it right. I'm gonna do it right. You know, I got eight years to set up. You gonna have industrial. like industrial?
1: I always like kind of leather wish vest with like hooks on it and stuff. You gonna go all the? I way? I don't
0: know. I mean, I always like. I feel like I didn't. I feel like in in the nineties, uh, you know, I was a grunge dude, and then I was like kind of indie rock guy. Even though I always kind of liked nine inch nails, I never got in, you know, I had downward Mm. spiral, but, and I have pretty hate machine, but I never really got in. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in another lifetime, I could have just veered a little bit and I think I'd be happy as an industrial guy, you know, but (laughs) so we'll see what happens in the fifties. And, but I appreciate your help. Maybe I'll see you in eight years.
1: Okay. All right. All right. I'll be there with you. that will be, by that time I'll be in my forties. So I can have an industrial forties. You can have an industrial fifties. It's going to okay. work out great. I think. Yeah. It's as long good. as we're industrial, it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's called industrial. That's, <laughs> it's, that's it's, true. it's industrial. <laughs> but that is, that is very, very true. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Last questions of the podcast. First one. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite boss pedal?
0: Oh man. The TU2. So many people say the that to you. I mean, it was T-U-2. just the most important thing that ever happened. I was in a band for so long, and we didn't have tuners on stage. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and then we did, and then it was just like there it was, and it was just this this light, just this. It was unbelievable that white thing, and I still have the first one, and it's twenty five years old, and it still works. Um,
1: boss pedals rule.
0: I also, um, I like uh, I like the Blues Driver too. Blues Driver, riffs. oh
1: yeah, yep. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. Yeah, the TU2, I think we forget that there was a time before the TU2.
0: Was there a T1? Know? I don't even
1: I, I, don't, I don't think, think so. they had a right? I think the TU2 was was one of the first, if not the first pedal tuner,
0: I believe. It's the closest thing, I mean, it's it's the terminator of of pedal situations, right? Because like T2 far better than T1, you know, when True. we're talking about terminators, but, you know, T1, I'm not taking anything against T1. It's just a lot of people. You don't even need to see T1 to like T2. And I feel right. like the, the TU2 is Terminator 2. And T1, I mean, you know, it's just, you don't need it really. You know, you don't even though it. I like it,
1: you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't. All right, final question. This is the one that gets a little dicey, but you're no stranger to controversy, so I think you'll be fine with it. So here we go. Down sure. What is your favorite kind of pizza?
0: oh well i'm a i'm from scranton pennsylvania and uh and there's actually a pretty unbelievable pizza scene there um really yeah it's uh there's a there's a section of scranton well there's a town called old forge and old forge has its own kind of sicilian style pizza and it's controversial Mm. because uh a lot of it involves a blend of mozzarella and american cheese that's kind of the scranton style and it's kind of like a goopy, um, but like tangy. I, I really like a like a tangy sauce um, with that mozzarella American blend. And there's um, that's that's one style, and it's just called Old Forge style pizza, and it's and it's amazing. It's really light; the crust is airy, um, and it's and it's square. <clears throat> and we call it a tray, so you'd order a tray of red and then you, if a you go anywhere bread. else they're like well, we don't sell trays here bud what are you talking about but that's how you order pizza in scranton but then there's also a subset there's just so many different kind of styles of pizza a lot of italians in, in scranton and and if i had to do a round it would be like the swirl um you know where you have like that that swirl that goes all the way around
1: like um, a swirl sauce be, what's that like a swirl of sauce, you're talking about. Yeah, like it, it's
0: mm-hmm. like it starts in the middle and then it goes around, and um, you know, those are my two favorite styles of pizza.
1: You've just educated me about a style of pizza I didn't know existed, and I didn't look know that into was Old possible Forge. anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, look, look into it. It's a you know pizza capital of the world, you know, but you know, like there's lots of those. Yeah, yeah, Akron, Ohio is the hot dog capital of the world. I don't know if you knew right. that. I no, did Athens. Athens, Ohio. Oh, okay. at, Yeah, I played a gig there once, and it was just like the hot dog capital. You could just pick something, like if you're a town, you know what I mean? Like balloon, balloon capital of the world. You right. know? Anything. Oregon City, balloon capital.
1: Yeah. What is Oregon City? What are we the... I don't know. I don't know you what we are. probably have something. We're yeah. like the first city on west of the Mississippi or something like that. I don't remember. Something okay. like that. Who knows? I don't know. We got some good restaurants, so if you come through, we'll... We'll do the thing, you know. We'll Love have the fun. Pacific
0: Northwest, man. It's it's uh, one of the most beautiful places on the on the planet. So, yeah, I'll be back, Pat. Finnery and the full band. Hopefully, we'll do a tour, um, yeah. in the next year or so. And uh, you know, get out there.
1: Absolutely. Well, stay in touch. We'll uh, we'll see what kind of craziness we can get up to. Awesome, man. <laughs> right on. So for Pat, this is Blake, and as always, folks, good luck and good tones. There you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really, really do. Thank you again to Pat for hanging out and, you know, just being himself. I, again, love what he does, and I'm really stoked that he took the time to come on this show. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you so much, and if you want to hear more of this conversation or you just really don't like the new ad format, you can go to patreon.com slash tonemob, and for 3 bucks a month, you get access to the ad-free stream. The feed, that's the right word, feed. There will be no ads on that. You can just go there. It's three bucks a month. It helps support the show, and you don't have to be bothered by things you don't want to be bothered by. That said, if you need more, if you need additional content, five bucks a month will get you access not only to the ad-free stream, but also to the bonus episodes. And there is a bonus episode with Pat, and it is quite lovely if I do say so myself. There are hundreds of hours of bonus content back there. So if you love this show and you want to keep it going, that is a great way to do so. And I super appreciate everybody that does that. It really, really means a lot. And if you can't do that, I get it. Things are crazy right now. But if you could share this with somebody, share this with a friend, share this with somebody that you think might enjoy it, that would help out immensely. As you know, my favorite thing that I do is this podcast and I want to keep doing it for as long as I possibly can. And I can't do it without you. So thank you to everybody. I'm going to zip out of here. I will talk to you on the internet very soon. I've got some big stuff I want to talk about, but I can't talk about yet. I'm so excited though. It'll come very, very soon. All right. Talk to you all. Bye-bye. One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you,